In a cold, faraway world, a battle is raging between evil and good. From the stars that came here to earth, caught in this struggle through the whole universe. Robotic warriors. Who's up here? Welcome to Transformers for your listening pleasure. TFYLP for short. Join us and discuss the latest in Transformers fandom. And now, without further ado, here is Weird Wolf. Now, where did I put that chorus stop? Ratchet, did you take the chorus stop? Hello, everyone, and welcome to Transformers for Your Listening Pleasure, episode number 92, recorded February 28th, 2014. I am Weird Wolf. Along with me this evening is a guest in in my house, uh, Scott Brining. He is a longtime listener of uh, TFYLP, and happy to have him here. He's kind of along just to see how we do things uh, here on the show, and uh, he's been really interested in it, and I figured I'd give him a little look into how we're doing things. Uh, also with me this evening is um, Trans Jazz. Happy birthday, Mom. It's my mom's birthday. Happy birthday. The flashing blue light, wishing happy birthday to his mother. <laughs> also joining us is Cyburn2. What's up, everybody? And Megamus. Hello. Hello. Well, um, if you've been following the Facebook group, uh, I posted this morning that we were going to have our long-awaited Brave episode uh, talking about the Brave series uh, tonight. And, well... Uh, I, I apologize. It's not going to happen again tonight. Um, Plasticon could not make the show, and um, he had some things come up last minute, like like about an hour ago. And uh, we we're we're he's also one of the people that uh, has collected Brave and is familiar with the line. And uh, we're going to have a special guest, uh, CZ Hazard from TFW two thousand five. Uh, he is going to join us uh, next week, and uh, so next Friday, knock on wood, we're going to have uh, our long-awaited Brave discussion, um, and it has been a long time in coming, like I said, because um, I've been trying to think of a, a way to to work it into the show, uh, since they're not, uh, technically not Transformers, but they kind of are, since a lot of them share the same molds like Death Gary Gun and Sky Gary and uh, and uh, uh, Shadow Maru and and Six Shot, um, you know, and and still, I, I, I thought, well, this is a bit as good a time as any, and uh, uh, we want to educate people on the Brave series. Uh, you may not be a fan yourself, but uh, it's it's important to know about, and it's probably one of those things that you've heard about on other. Uh, Transformer podcasts or uh, around the fandom, you know, especially something like Gal Gygar, uh, which is very popular. And uh, I, I heard about Gal Gygar for years, never knew what it was, and really, quite frankly, didn't give a damn. But, um, you know, uh, I was eventually turned on to it, and uh, I fell in love with the entire Brave series, and it's a lot of great stuff. So uh, I, I really apologize. We're not going to have that tonight, but we are going to have it next week. Um, but tonight, we are going to talk uh, about some things. Um, it's a little bit strange, 
we're going to talk about uh, toys that sh uh, that made it but shouldn't have because quite frankly they were crap and my video just froze and hopefully my connection isn't going to drop here <laughs> um and i think it did nope there it goes <clears throat> i um, think he called his death right before he went away there he <laughs> yeah but uh uh, a good You're example, back. yes, a good example, back, a good example of a toy that made it, but uh, shouldn't have, uh, mm -hmm. and it's large in part, largely in part to uh, the voice actors uh, or the characters having strong voice actors that that help portray the character in a way that fans fell in love with the character and made them want the toy, even though it sucked. Uh, a good example of that is G1 Ironhide. Uh, Peter Cullen did a fantastic job voicing out G1 Ironhide. And quite frankly, the G1 Ironhide toy kind of sucks. You know, I mean, it's basically a little stick man with a windshield uh, in front of his face that is a sticker. And then the rest of the vehicle becomes a battle platform, which is actually cooler than the actual Ironhide toy. <laughs> But um, that's a kind of an example of what we're going to talk about tonight. And we're also going to talk a little bit about toys that, um, that really shouldn't have happened, <laughs> that, that, that kind of sucked. And this, these are all in our opinion. Um, but uh, you're free Here, John to... John <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you're free to, uh, to have your opinion, and we would love to hear your opinion. If you'd like to talk about it, uh, you uh, can... Uh, tell us in the comment section on the YouTube channel if you're watching this live and I'm going to be monitoring the channel and if uh, if you have any questions or comments uh, feel free, free to post them there or tweet us at TFYLP. I am also uh, monitoring the Twitter feed so if, um, if you tweet us at TFYLP uh, you have a comment or a question I can see it on there as well. Also if you're listening to us like Scott here. Uh, he usually listens to us on the download version. Um, you can also interact with us on the Facebook group. Uh, just search out the TFYLP Facebook group and uh, post away in there. And if you have any questions or comments for future shows or even on past shows, uh, go on there. And also, we do have a website, uh, tftalk.net, and we have a full vBulletin message board. If you're familiar with TFW2005's board, it's pretty much the same software. So, uh, you know, it's we, we've got we've got many many ways for you to contact us and uh, interact with us here at TFYLP. Uh, TFYLP is brought to you by CapturePrey.com. Great toys, great prices, great service. CapturePrey.com. So, without further ado, let's get into our topic of discussion tonight. Uh, Toys that made it but shouldn't have. Uh, I'm going to go with, I guess, Chad since he joined the video here. Uh, or, or are you able to I'm, talk? I'm back. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's talk about uh, one character that might come to your mind that uh, had a toy that really shouldn't have made it. It was a little bit lackluster, but because it had a character that you liked. Um, is there uh, is there one that that really comes out to you in your mind? For me, are we just talking G one, or are we gonna go full spectrum? 
Uh, full spectrum. Yeah, Beast Wars Rat Trap. The original, not the transmetal version. Should have never made it. How dare you? <laughs> See, now I knew this would be a hot topic. <laughs> that was an awesome one. Scott right McNeil, Scott McNeil made that made that character, and he made people want to have that character. That was a flimsy toy at best. And it was transmetal rat trap. Not transmetal. The original rat trap. Oh, see, now rat I could have understood. I I could have understood Transmel's rat trap because I can't get the four of them I own to stay standing. But the original one, that thing's freaking awesome. Flip changer gimmick. I've already expressed it before. My favorite, best gimmick to ever exist. And it was just a cool little mouse, and he looked. You're crazy. <laughs> Flip changer, flip changer to me for a collector just means it's a lazy collector. No offense, Mike, it's just a lazy oh, collector. Come on, you know those you were press, you press awesome. You press a button or you flip his tail or whatever, and it transforms on. Really, that's 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 cheesy. See, even at best. even AT and T disagrees with change, you know, so it's I have. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll have that where I'm going through right now. It's a bad area. Yeah. It's anywhere in Indiana. It's a bad area. Can it's you a bad me? state. Oh no, I'm in Ohio. I'm... That's We're... a worse state. Yeah. <laughs> everybody, everybody in that but... state's high between two O's. So I think they all come from Kentucky. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I think Rat Trap is. The original Rat Trap, the whole gimmick. I didn't. I've never liked Flip Changers, so that in and of itself doesn't help me out any. I like something where I actually have to think when I'm transforming it because I don't use instructions. I like to just do it on my own and figure it out. I, you know, so, uh, talking about Flip Changers and everything. I, I've actually got two on the way. Uh, I'm 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 collecting the uh, the Machine Wars line right now, and I have Skywarp and uh, Prowl on the way, and they are both flip changers, and I, I love them. <laughs> I would I would agree with the one step transformations being crap if the flip changer line wasn't so amazing. Because they all look good. They're all good figures. Beast Wars Insecticon did not look good. Beast Wars oh Insecticon is my favorite. That I Insecticon wanted had, a, had a crossbow. I How wanted him for like my a... entire childhood. Exactly. A freaking crossbow. He's the coolest. <laughs> I don't like him at all. I don't like him at all. Well, well, I can't well, help this, it, man. This is Chad's, Chad's little <laughs> thing. Go ahead. We'll have our turn. Trust me. No, no, I'm done. I'm done. I'll, I'll, I'll with, I will withhold the rest of my comments for later. We hold it for a while there. <laughs> Starting. Brett, off like what that. about Brett? Brett, what about you? What's the, what's your character? Well, right now I just want to go on what you just said. All right. <laughs> 
you know, I mean, everyone knows I got I got jump starters. So we got all these. I got different colored ones. There's this one. There's that one. There's a nice little shiny one. All right, and yeah, these things were garbage. I hate them. <clears throat> but they had but no characterization. They. The other thing is, what did Beast Wars do? They had uh, they had the ball joints, so they had a little more articulation. They were about as close to show accurate as they could get at that time. So, so basically, and what you're saying is, Beast weapons. Wars had balls. They always do. Absolutely. Brass balls. <laughs> uh, absolutely. But uh, I mean, and and then the, the gimmicks with the, the weapons and all that. You know, you could store them. There, there's no way you could say that now. Transmetal Rat Trap. That'll actually go into two categories that we're going to talk to tonight. One is one that they shouldn't have made because it's a horrible. And the other thing is, is about quality. Because I've actually seen those sealed on the card that you could shake them like a snow globe. And all the chrome just flakes off. Mm. That's funny because I never, I never had that issue with mine. Any of them. I had all four versions. Yeah, never had an issue. There's, for that. Wait, there's four yeah, versions? The bonding of the, the chrome just didn't work. Oh, that's right. There was yeah. the the Fox Kids and the was it Pack Rat? Fox Kids is the Pack Rat. Was it okay? No, yeah. no, they Fox did another Kids one too. And they had a Walmart. They had a Walmart edition. They had the original. They had uh, no Pack Fox Rat. Yeah, Fox Kids was, the, uh, was a red and gray. It was that, gray. That's the one that I had. Yeah, that's Fox Kids. The pack rat or wall rat, whatever you want to call it. Oh yeah, that was that, a Walmart. That was, just, that was a Walmart exclusive. Yeah. Hmm. Well, the thing is, though, like you were uh, pointing out, the jump starters they didn't exactly have uh, characterization until like the comics. Um, until the records. Yeah. Right. Till they were officially records, and arguably the best version of those was the Mech Ideas. Uh, Absolutely. Incarnations. Oh Apex yeah, those, those are excellent. Love those excellent. guys. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, um, and virtual high five on uh, defending flip changers. There, there you go, right there. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder Twin powers activate. <laughs> <laughs> and we lost my <laughs> Chad. <laughs> He's like, screw you guys. I'm we kidding. killed him with our warrior heart. Did he take his ball and go home? <laughs> he just probably dropped out. Um, let's let's ask uh, Scott here. Do uh, you have a, an opinion on your favorite character that had a bad toy Well, from any generation? Pro- as far as a bad toy, probably not. But as far as a character made by the voice, actually one of them I brought with me. Is the uh, the beast? I'm a beast machines apologist, so oh. I I love the beast <laughs> machines like line, um, and the rat the rat trap from there, uh, it, it's fiddly, and but it's awesome. I just love it. Personally, I think that's one of the best rat trap toys there is. Yeah, I like the. Are you the, serious? Uh, I think it is. It's a hunk of shit. I oh, <laughs> it's damn that thing. It's not a good toy, but I like it for. But it does all the wrong this. Reason. <laughs> the head turns. <laughs> and you have to—you basically have to screw his ass to uh, to 
to get him to do it. Well, now well, I'm never going to do that. You know a lot about that. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm a married man. You have a guest in the house. Yes. That, that toy is a... Uh, <laughs> That toy, that toy definitely isn't a a great. I liked it because toy, it was, but I love it for some reason. It, I, and I'm like that with almost the entire Beast Machines line. Now that I, now that I have most of them, none of them are really good toys. But yeah. I, I don't hate any of them for some reason. <laughs> well, um, to, uh, they were at least adventurous. They try to do something different. Now, would you, know, you would you put Megabolt in with Beast Beast Machines? If I had one, yeah. Okay. What do you think of that one? I've never had one. It's dumb. <laughs> it's stupid. They couldn't just make it a floating head. They had to give it little crab legs. Why? <laughs> Why? It's stupid. There's nothing know. worse than little crabs. Well, you would know that too. Don't forget, just just lose use a little comb and go see a doctor and get rid of it. <laughs> I don't yeah. think we have a cone big enough, uh, big enough for you, Brett. That's right. Balls of steel. <laughs> just remember that. Hey, but, just remember this. Just remember this, folks. All of your uh, needs as far as some kind of disease, Brett knows about, and he will help you. He will give you advice. One-stop shopping. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not only can you buy a toy, but he'll give you free advice on venereal disease uh, or he'll just give you crabs absolutely because you know why you know why knowing is half the battle oh nice i see you didn't think i'd get to work that in i did <laughs> well you know it's interesting that uh, that scott uh, would bring up uh, beast machines because i think in my opinion some of the beast machines toys um were very crappy but because i like them in the show um, I enjoyed the toys, um, and Noble good, Savage. Uh, Noble Savage was a good a good example. Uh, I would have to go with uh, probably my favorite awesome crappy toy uh, would be Ultra Jetstorm. Uh, I liked him in the Beast Machine show, but quite frankly, uh, in the Beast Machine show, he was always shown floating pretty much, and the toy really couldn't do that. Um, you know, unless they you haven't perfected floating toy technology. Yeah. Well, unless, unless you had the add on kit. Now they made an add on kit. That was awesome for that. Yeah. But, you know, giving him the legs, he, he was fine with the legs, but it didn't accurately, uh, accurately represent the toys, the, uh, uh, or the, uh, the character on the, on the show. Well, neither did Black Arachnia. No, no, Black Arachnia. Was a, <laughs> yeah, was the a... six-legged spider. Yeah. Yeah, but but you were supposed to actually flip it up and put her on her tiptoes, and that's how she walked. But once the, again, without that stand, you you couldn't do it. Yeah. The ultra version of Jetstorm, yeah, Jetstorm, was bad for that. But the deluxe version actually scaled down. It didn't look near as bad, and the legs connected together pretty well. Well, the the the, uh, the ultra version actually did the same thing, but it just it just didn't look right. It it looked like a robot made a, a torch robot. You know, it's like I, I don't know. It's just kind of crap. Now, good luck finding one that does it was that has chrome. 
still attached it to was, it. That's the other it thing. Was, yeah, it flaked just like the rest of them. Yes. Uh, it's a, it was a precursor to uh, Revenge of the Fallen Jetfire. Yeah. In a way. Just junk. What? <laughs> it's about one of the only movie toys that I would actually yeah. keep in my collection. I have to I have to say that too because I love the SR seventy one. Here's here's the yeah. thing. It's the it's not that the fact that they did such a bad job on the SR seventy one part. It's they just glued the bot they just glued the body of Jetfire to the bottom of it and said, Okay, let's make it transform now. So you said it you know, it's the old silver bolt effect. Yeah, it just didn't look. It doesn't look good. Well, and they but also. It did look good. That's just it. He, he, looked to, he looked accurate to the show, and I mean, in vehicle mode, he had a lot of bits underneath him. But I still liked his. You know, you're never gonna get a jet that long again. That thing That's was long. It was huge. It was <laughs> long and black and long, and very very yeah. long, black and huge. Once you go black. <laughs> once, again, once again, three things I'm sure Chad has never heard. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it was uh, it was hindered with the fact that it had to combine rather poorly with Optimus. Yes, but I I just thought even when you transformed him into robot mode, if if you got him, and it's one of those things you you kind of had to get him posed just right with the cane and everything. Yeah, I thought. You know why? Great you know why I decided to get rid of him? Because his cane would always fall out of his hand. Yeah, yeah, that was <laughs> so the most got, annoying part of that. Of I got story. rid of him. <laughs> oh, wait a hey, here's the thing: Brett has experience. Brett, Brett has experience using a cane himself, so he don't have to worry. He knows how to pose Jetfire in order for him to hold on to the cane without losing it. Sure, crickets <laughs> chirping. Do you see? It's kind of hard to see. You see these little things? These things right here. They come with um, a lot of transformers. The little clear, clear, clear. rubber bands. Yeah, I clip those. Are, with the... Right, collect them. You you wrap that around. The the cane would never come out of his hand. I clip I clip those with a pair of uh, with my my handy all in one tool fingernail clippers to get transformers out of the package. Because I hate having to try to get them out from all the tight spaces that they use. Those things are great for displaying. Uh, awesome. If if it can't hold it, if it can't go unaided, then I either stick it in a bin or get rid of it. And well, I don't have I don't have many problems. But doesn't want to pay for it. I don't I don't really have that many problems with figures. It was just Jetfire. His his cane would always fall out of his hand. It was part of the deciding factor of getting rid of it. I got rid of it because it was a movie figure, but out of all the movie figures, there are two, two movie figures that I re actually regret getting rid of, and that was Revenge of the Fallen, Leader Class Prime, and uh, Leader Jetfire. To me, those were the two best movie toys out of, well, and uh, Human Alliance Barricade. The, the, the Leader Class Megatron. Especially the uh, Shadow Commander one. I love that one. It's, but it's a great repaint. Megatron looks like a bunch of knives that fell on the ground. Yeah. I don't care. I like it. To me. 
I think it looks. I think it's good. Good, good looking toy. The uh, the leader class Revenge of the Fallen Optimus Prime. My wife bought me that, and uh, I never took it out of the box specifically because of all the people saying how difficult that it was to to transform. It's not that difficult. So I've never tried it. I figured, you know what? I'll I'll keep it where I'm still happy with it instead of getting frustrated. So uh, it's, it's not, it's not that hard. Uh... That's what she said. <laughs> unfortunately, um, I don't know. It's I don't think it's any harder to transform than an alternator. Well, there was alternators that I got rid of too. I was telling Ron, <laughs> I collect I'm sick of those damn things too. I I collect uh, Grimlocks, but I got rid of my alternator Grimlock because any I, any toy that takes me a half hour to transform and leaves me in a worse mood I was than when I started playing with it, I don't need it. So. <coughs> He's a pain in the butt, but he's so pretty. Grimlock. The only re- yeah. the only reason I got rid of my alternator Grimlock is because he wasn't a T Rex. He doesn't need to be a T Rex. To me, he does. He's cool as a Mustang. But um, getting back on topic, uh, Michael, uh, what is uh, your ideas of uh, uh, characters? Bad bad figures that were sold because of the character. Um, I was going to go on the Beast Machines boat again, and I was going to say Cheetor. Um, because until the very end of Beast Machines, you know, Knight slash Cheetor, being an actual fairly decent representation of him, his figures were just loads of hot, steaming crap. And Silverbolt. Beast well, Machine except for except for Beast Machine Silverbolt wasn't a good character. No, <laughs> you know, no one was like, I want more Silverbolt. It's it's like uh, like Night Scream. Like, Night Scream was somewhat likable on the show, but but it, the uh, what was the Gecko? Uh, gecko Bot. I loved Gecko Bot. I do too. <laughs> I loved it. I was just asking which what what his name was. I couldn't remember. Sorry. <laughs> It's actually didn't need to get you guys all up in arms. I think it's Gecko, but Gecko yeah, it might be a he or her. Yeah, <laughs> or do the other transformation where you can make his, make his legs or his arms real real long. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. Make him, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> He's got arms as long as his body. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, and. Beast Machines was really where Cheetor came into his own as a character. Um, you know, he he went from that young kids kids you know kid appeal character to, um, you know, he was actually a legitimate leader. You know, being set up to lead after Primal, um, and because Primal was crap in that series, you know, you know, save the trees and all that. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, I really liked Cheetor in the show, but his, his toys are absolutely terrible. Save for night, save, save for a uh, night slash Cheetor. Night and, slash. uh, and he's the wrong color. <laughs> this, uh, so. this primal is, um, the way. there you go. The air attack, oh, air attack, which actually can't, the, the RID, but this to me. I want to get that. It's it's great. It's the it, to me it's the best interpretation of the Beast Machines, um, Optimus Primal. Yeah. Is that the one you're I, I still like Blast Punch. 
Yeah. I like Blast Punch. Yeah. I think he's more proportionate. Yeah. The, the, the biggest thing I hated about this toy uh, was this right here. Yeah. The, the, the folded over. Yeah. I mean, it's basically. Yeah, it doesn't bother me too much. Yeah. I, I, I want that figure. You know, I didn't even know it existed until, uh, like, R.I.D. was done. I was like, what? I didn't even know they released that thing. Yeah. I, of course, at that time, I didn't that really one, that like... That one came towards the, the tail end, didn't it? Yeah, it actually... It was released in R.I.D. packaging. Was over. Yeah, it was, it was released in R.I.D. packaging. Um, there was a few Beast Machines characters that were Target released. Target exclusive, in. too, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't think it was an exclusive... But yeah, I thought, I, I thought uh, he and Cryotech were uh, were uh, RID exclusives or Target exclusives. Uh, Cryotech was. I want. Cryotech was. You know what made me? Think, I don't think Aerotech was. I think the worst thing they did for that show, other than making all those cheaters that sucked, was uh, they didn't actually use the Optimal Optimus and actually give him a Megatron head sculpt like he was in the cartoon. I did. That was I did. that was the stupidest part of the show, and I'm glad they never did that. <laughs> I liked it. I thought it was a neat idea. Now, what part was that? I thought it was a good idea. When Megatron gave himself Optimal Optimus' yeah. body sans uh, gorilla mode. Oh, okay. Because he was trying to get rid of his technical organic body. Ugh. Beast machines. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, let's let's get off the Beast Machines uh, wagon here and and talk about other Transformer lines that uh, and toys that came. <laughs> yeah, and Sorry. toys uh, and toys that come to mind that generally had terrible or not so great toys, um, but good voice actors behind them that that really that really pushed the to- uh, sale of the toy, and. Um, I'm going to throw one out there, and Plasticon. Anything in Armada. Or... <laughs> no, I'm going to pro- uh, throw one out there, and I think Plasticon's probably going to going to shoot me for this if he ever sees me. <laughs> um, G1 Wheeljack, the G1 Wheeljack Ouch. toy. Yeah, he is. He's going to shoot you. Yeah, G1 Wheeljack. Uh, the uh, the the car mode was awesome. Robot mode a bit lacking. He looks like a freaking gorilla, you know. Um, but I, I still love it. I still love the toy, don't get me wrong, but it could be better, and I think we are getting a better version with the Masterpiece coming out soon, but quite frankly, I loved his character in the show, and I had to have that Wheeljack toy. See, I thought the character failed, the voice acting was good, the character failed, and the toy was decent. Well, like I said, I, I like to love the car mode. Uh, G1 Wheeljack is probably one of my favorite G1 car modes uh, up there with tracks and uh, Sunstreaker and, and Sideswipe. But as far as overall robot design, personally, I think G1 Wheeljack's kind of shit. You know, I mean, it's, um, you know, the, 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 the head is basically a visor and two big wonky ears, and then you have these big gorilla arms. And what the hell are the wings for on his back? Uh, and then he has these big, uh, little bitty tiny thighs and big clunky feet. Um, you know, I'm saying this because I love the toy. <laughs> but so you're, you're I wouldn't... saying all that with love. 
Yeah, uh, and and now Brian Johnson is commenting that Plasticon's coming coming after me like the Terminator. <laughs> Have you seen this boy? <laughs> Have you seen this podcaster? Um, this is one of those. Son, I love you, but you're stupid. <laughs> but no, I, I I say that because uh, you know in objective. From an objective point of view, the G1 Wheeljack toy, to me, is a piece of crap uh, as far as overall aesthetic design. But the appeal to the toy a lot comes from the cartoon. I like the... the, And hopefully I'm not going away here. Okay. Um, I like the appeal because he is a mad scientist, you know, uh, he he'll try anything. He'll make he a gadget. More just a stupid scientist. Well, that's why I'm saying. He'll, I was about to say he failed at everything. That's why. If you let me finish, <laughs> that's why I'm saying he would try anything. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Let me finish on your face. Um. <laughs> no thanks. You've got company. Uh, Don't get in the way. <laughs> but. Um, you know he would try, his character was the type that would try anything uh, as far as a uh, as gadgets go and usually they failed but he had that stick to itness that that I admired and I thought it was really awesome um and I'm trying to think uh a G1 toy that well not not just G1 but uh, well, I'll I'll give uh, give other people a, a chance. Uh, what about you, Brett? Um, any or, other toy? Any other toys that that you were really sold on because you enjoyed the character, but it was generally crap. Well, yeah. Unfortunately, I gotta go back to Beast Wars uh, because Pterosaur. I love the character, and it, it's a small character or small toy. It has got the flip, uh, you know, flip change, which is, is we've already gone over that. But the character, the the kind of star scream, stab you in the back type thing, made me just love that character, uh, love that toy. Uh, another one that I just absolutely loved was uh, Scorpinox, Beast uh, Beast War Scorpinox is an amazing toy, and I love the character too. So I I think that their characters definitely led to led to them being a more popular toy. Well, I mean, even uh, you can go as far as say Inferno. That toy is it's not the best. It's kind of floppy. Doesn't stand very well. Sometimes it, it does have a lot of kibble. Yeah. yeah, and but it was the character that made that toy like. Every Beast Wars fan has to have one because right. he's just exactly. But but the truth is, is you could probably do that with just about every show character. Yeah. You know the only the only exception would be uh, Optimus Primal, the gorilla, the first one, because that toy in and of itself is the best toy they've ever made. Sorry, it's got the most play value. Ever. We've had that talk before. Yeah, toy's uh, awesome. I, a great I actually have mine to up get for a, sale, but I'm I'm kind of glad I haven't got rid of it because I, I, I love that toy. I need to get a legit one. Oh, right now, all I have is Amazing. the universe repaint. Still, 
Look at all the play value on it. That thing is just. He's got a blaster awesome. arm. He's got two blasters in his arms. Well, I'll no. say it again. You know, you got your, you got your uh, skull mace. Skull Gotta mace. love it. He's got a skull mace. You know, Flip bro- out rear end blasters. Listener, uh, listener Brian Johnson actually uh, brought up a another good example of a character that had a really crap toy, but the character was actually kind of kind of cool uh, in the show. Uh, Transformers Prime Arachnid. Yeah, I was actually going to bring that up. <laughs> yeah, I liked uh, Arachnid was pretty cool, um, but. She didn't save that toy. No, that toy is still utter garbage, and no one wants it. <laughs> no, but but it, I I have to admit I actively sought that toy out, uh, even though I'd heard people say that it was kind of crappy. I'm like, no, I I, I kind of dig her character. I think I, I think I might enjoy yeah. this toy, and I got it, and I'm I I got it. I transformed it once, set it down on my desk, and I'm like, you are not long in my collection. <laughs> that thing was. I garbage. did the same thing, except for she still is in my collection and probably isn't going anywhere. <laughs> um, but it's not a shelf warmer, though. That's one of those characters, even though it didn't. Well, because it was she didn't save the toy. It just never, you know, they never, didn't put she, enough it of it out. Helped. But yeah, it was. I thought that toy was hard to find to begin with. It was. I think it was one to a wave, <clears throat> and uh, that wave didn't last very long. It was hard to find. I was about to say I never seen it. It what? came out with it came out with uh Arachnid? It came out with the Vehicons. Arachnid? I never and, seen uh, those either. Yeah. I, I see I, I, I think there's still one in stock uh at a local Walgreens. I actually found quite yeah. a few of them at a big lot at a big lots. And uh they had quite a few uh Vehicons there too. I almost went to troop build, but I was like, no, I don't need that many Vehicons. One's enough. I think one of my biggest my biggest pet peeves about the Arachnid uh, figure was the fact that it had no Arachnid mode. I mean, it was basically a helicopter and a robot. It was too small. She needed to be a Voyager to get any yeah. real value out of her, and she wasn't. It's like one well, of those toys go. they put it out just to have a characterization of the toy i guess i mean or, right or, or, and that was also when we were getting we were in that weird phase where toy design took a really steep just yeah you know what's funny is they put her out but they didn't put um was Even it breakdown oh uh, breakdown but breakdown yeah. was designed exclusively for they didn't arms micron well in 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 Hasbro's defense, though, Arms Micron Breakdown uh, was a was physic was fiscally not feasible here in the United States. Um, that toy had some engineering in it and some uh, and was just too big and too complex. I guess is what I'm trying to say for the price point that they would have had to sell it at here in the United States. Now, see, I think they could do it as a premium. They could. Oh, they could. And and people would buy that sucker up. Um, but uh, along those lines, it, you know, we're on Transformers Prime, I would also go to say uh, Knockout. That's not a very good toy. I kind of like Knockout. Um, I disagree with strong, that. Strong, strong character. Yeah. Just a weak toy. 
yeah, it's a uh, it's toy. I mean, it's toy could be worse, but it could be a lot better. It's uh, it's very simple. It doesn't really reflect his show model very well. Um, really bland, really small. I don't know. There's there's a repper label set that that really made that toy pop. I don't. I don't know. I I thought the stickers clashed with the with the like really bland plastic. Um, yeah, it had it did have a dull plastic look. Yeah, it, it wasn't shiny. And he was he was always talking about you know his his appearance. You thought they would have given him a shiny look. Well, the arms micron I believe does have a shiny coat in Japan. Yeah, yeah but that's like that. I think Japan. a lot of the shininess though is gained through stickers as well. Um, well, uh, no, the arm, arms micron. Well, I guess it did have stickers. the arms micron. Every all arms microns yeah. have stickers. Yeah, that was sort of their thing. They uh, because in Japan, you know, robot toys like Gundam and stuff, where you customize them, you put stickers and stuff on it, is more popular than Transformers, and so they were trying to appeal to that market. Apparently, it didn't do so well because they're doing. So basically, they think they think Transformers suck. <laughs> well, no. Yes and no. I guess. No, if, if they we suck, just lost then... we just lost our whole Japanese demographic. Well, if if they thought they sucked, then then the Transformers yeah. line would probably be dying over there. But um, let, let's let's continue on. Uh, do you, do you have any? I, I just thought of one. I've been racking my brain. Um, animated Shockwave. Uh, I love Shockwave. Animated. I I didn't actually watch that series religiously, but I liked the character. But that toy. Garbage. Does nothing for me. I, I keep it because it's a shockwave and because I was able to get the target purple version, but the toy is garbage. You yeah, didn't think the, the, the double transformation was needed on it? I Not really, because it's so close. I mean, to call it a double transformation is kind of a stretch. Um, you know, you're just kind oh, of making okay. legs longer. and That's what it looked like in the show. Right, I mean, well, and, and, basically, I... I thought it was actually a pretty good uh, representation. It's a good representation. I agree with you. In as far as the show goes, it's a good representation. But as a toy itself, like just standing that thing up in my display case, it's just—it doesn't stand well. It doesn't stand well. Transforming it was like a little fiddly for what little transformation is needed on it. Um, it's yeah. It's got a funky stance, mm-hmm. and uh, especially if you have it on a shelf that's on a wall, like like um, I used to have it on a sh- the shelf that is a wall, at, that's on the other side of where the main TV and sound system is, and just you know the vibration of the sound. I, every time I would look up there, you know, Shockwave will had turn around entirely. Yeah. And I, I eventually I did. I'm like I'm, I'm tired of turning them around. I'm moving them to a different shelf. Yeah, that would be one for me. I love Shockwave, but the figures okay. But I like I I do like that toy. I want to get I need to get the purple one so I can t- turn my gray one into a long arm and and then have purple Shockwave. Hmm. Um. 
I'm going to throw another one out there. Armada Super Base Prime. <laughs> yeah. I thought that toy was garbage. Still think it is. It's one of the most horrible toys in Transformers history, in my opinion. The it only looked good. It only looked good with the jet fire combination. Yeah, I, I didn't opinion. even think it looked good that way. I thought it looked stupid. You, you when he had his jet fire pants on, yeah, you put on your jet fire pants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, I see put my way I liked it though. I put my pants on one space shuttle at a time. <laughs> but uh, well, I thought the cab was fine. Yeah, it was the big brick of a of a super mode that was not that great. You know. Uh, it kind of goes to like the the uh, the fans project diesel uh, argument that I made a, a few weeks back is that they had some great ideas and and diesel is a, a beautiful figure figure in each of his modes. I give it that. I love his truck mode. I love his robot mode, and I love his combined mode. But honestly, the engineering they they had too many ideas and tried to pack too much into one figure. And uh, in Super Base Prime, kind of does that uh, in Armada, in my opinion, because well, they they took this mechanized gimmick to where the trailer would automatically open up and and transform itself into this this defense base, but all of that gimmickry just destroyed that toy and. You know, it had like, no articulation. That's it had no articulation, but articulation. play with it. Well, well, welcome, to, welcome to Armada. Yeah, well, articulation <laughs> is overrated. I mean, I mean, I'm a G1 fan, and most G1 toys don't even have articulation. They might have four points. You know, head, elbows. I would and, say, yeah. art, I would say, articulation is overrated with an asterisk. And that is depending on where you grew up or when you grew up. <laughs> this is, I was about to say, this is like the Beast Wars King saying that are, yeah, come on. You, you grew up in the, in like the world of ball and socket joints, man. That ain't even, I mean, all you've known is articulation as a kid. Yeah. Well, that's why I would say the asterisk has to be there. Um, Cause some generations like my generation expects a level of, now, do I say the bricks are bad? No, I mean, I the the G one figures I have I like. Um, well, maybe not Wheelie. <laughs> hey, I gave you that. <laughs> who, is, <laughs> who is currently pelvic thrusting right behind uh, Braun? At least he's showing uh, you his shield. <laughs> I guess I guess at some point he tipped backwards, but uh, I mean. There are there are a lot of Beast Wars second and Beast Wars Neo characters that don't have good posability, but they are still really really cool figures. Um, Magmatron, he is he's a terrible robot, <laughs> but he's still really cool because yeah, he's, he's three dinosaurs that turn into one robot. And he's he, visually impressive too. Yeah. He is a very impressive figure. Um, uh, Megamus, uh, you have any any more that you want to throw out there? No, I'm still trying to to think. 
Okay, we'll, uh, we'll give you a few more minutes. How about you, Chad? Armada hot shot. You know, I Probably was actually going worst. to say that. Probably the worst character. And then they tried to revive it in Generations or Universe and didn't do it any justice. It was just as bad in, in that that version as the first version was. I was still wish I, they would have made an animated hot shot. They would have got it right. <laughs> you know, it just it was horrible. Sorry, that, that figure was was strange. I ended up I had the the um, shoot the Micron Legend one that had like the light up fist, and I sort of regret selling it. It it was a weird figure because it looked kind of it like it didn't fit in the line. Like it looked like very very kitty. Um, and I know that it, you know, from an animation style, it was pretty accurate, but there was something about it. Like, it was kind of neat, and in the same way... You felt ashamed about having it in your collection. Kinda, yeah. Like, yeah. it, I, I liked it by itself. If it's up on a shelf, it never really fit with anything, so... Well, you know, I, I felt that way with the original toy um, in the Armada line. I, I felt like, even with the, its Armada, his Armada... Brethren on this on the on my Armada shelf, he still had there was something about him that looked out of place, mm-hmm. and it was mostly because he was mostly just one big chunk with a couple legs, um, and I don't know it, it was just something odd about him. I was like, I, I like I actually liked Hotshot as um, as a character. I I, st- I still have the uh, Generations or Universe version. Um, despite how terrible a figure it is. I actually um, want that toy. <laughs> uh, um, maybe not. <laughs> hey, you can go on eBay and get it for about three bucks, man. I, I, I'm i really? pretty sure that, yeah, Jolt, that junk. Jolt doesn't even stand up by himself. I, I don't want it for Jolt. I, I want it with, with him because it comes with him, but I don't want it for Jolt. I, I kind of want it for... Uh, you gotta stand him in place and never touch him again, because <laughs> the car mode, the car mode is actually the best thing about Hot Shot. Well, the he universe looks, version. He looks fine, and I, I don't think he looks bad in in robot mode. But the transition between isn't very good, and and the actual playability of the robot mode isn't very good. If you just have him standing there looking like, you know, a linebacker with big old shoulders. Um, and never touch him again, then you probably won't start to dislike him as much as you would if you kept messing with him. Well, unless you have a place where you can stand him where Jolt doesn't fall down every single time the slightest vibration happens. (laughs) Because that's what drives me nuts about that toy. Wow. I'm I'm looking on eBay right now at uh, Armada Hotshot uh, or the uh, Universe Hotshot, and we'll make this our eBay item of the week since we we actually neglected to <laughs> to discuss it pre pre show. So uh, I'll, I'll kind of screen share this, um, and we'll throw in our eBay item of the week here. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, we have Universe Hotshot here. Looks like. Uh, Best or best offer, you have $25 um, with $6.10 
since uh, shipping and handling. That's too much. Yeah, uh, but that's actually the cheapest one it looks like on here. The rest of them are around 30 bucks plus shipping. And then one crazy person on here is asking 8301 buy it now. Wow. <laughs> 8301 for <laughs> You you ready for this? Let's laugh at this seller. Uh, well, this no, seller is Great Deals New York City. <laughs> well, well, Mr. Great Deals New York City, I've had several of those and consistently sell them at $10 a piece. Do you have one right now? Complete? I do not. Okay. But every time we get them in, those are ten dollars. Well, I'll, I'll take just, you. I'll take you up on that. Next time you get one in, let me know. Yeah. Yeah. That to me, it's you know, it's it's what it's worth, and it is not a thirty. It's definitely not a no. eighty dollar toy. No. Now, great, you know, ten dollars. I'm talking loose, complete. Carded, of course, would be more, but not no eighty dollars. It's not even. It wasn't the United version, right? No, it was the Classics version, the Universe. And the uh, the other ones, uh, the 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 twenty five to thirty dollar one plus shipping, they were all carded. Yeah, and see that to me that that might be a little bit more uh, closer to the price. I mean, we would probably sell them at around twenty, you know, maybe fifteen to twenty. But you know, eighty dollars. I mean, that's that's someone that just thinks they got gold. And you run into that, you know as well as I do. You'll see those people that it says Transformers. It, it's worth gold. It's I'm going to send my kids through college, and mm. it's just not the way it works. No. Um, I'm going to throw out another name out there for a Transformer that had a appealing character or somewhat appealing character. Uh, I tended to to chuckle at his lines, even, uh, even though they generally were more serious. But I thought his toy was kind of crap. Uh, G1 Omega Supreme. Parts former extraordinaire. Uh, you know, I, I love the characterization of him, or, you know, somewhat characterization. You know, he's very stoic, had this very deep, non monotone voice in the, in the cartoon. I loved it. I, I chuckled every time I heard him on, on screen. And I loved him. And I wanted his toy because of that. But the uh, the first time I'll never forget the first time I ever played with the G1 Omega Supreme toy uh, was whenever I was a kid. Uh, one of my best friends had him, and I'm like, he doesn't transform. You just basically take it apart and put it back together in a different shape, you know? Yeah, but that that toy was actually made by another company. I, I know that now, but Hasbro oh, got the rights to it. What's yeah. the name of the company? Toy Box. There you go. I was hoping I was seeing I was gonna see if Chad now, but yeah. Oh, Toy box. I don't know anything, man. Remember, I thought Unicron and uh, Primus were the same mold. So yeah, that's true. You did think that. Um, I can tell you that I used to like Omega Supreme a lot more, uh, but now having a box—I mean, I'm talking a box full of his parts—I'm sick of them. There's so many parts with that damn thing. And you're right. That's all it is. It's it's a puzzle. It's not a transformer. It's a puzzle. Take it apart and put it back together. Yeah, I mean, like I said, though, I mean, he's he's one of those characters that I I I, lo I would love to have the toy because I love the character. Uh, Skylinks. Everybody hates on Skylinks. You know, uh, he's his toy was kind of bland. 
But I loved very simple. it. And very simple, but I loved it. It is one of my favorite G1 toys. I am still looking for an Encore Skylynx mint and seal box or mint box. I, I want one so bad right now. But I'm not going to pay top dollar for it because it's, quite frankly, not that great a toy. It's pretty common, and, you know, it's been reissued. So, <laughs> uh, it's... But I love the Skylink's character, and rest in peace to his voice actor. I can't remember his name right now, but who who didn't love Skylink's in the show? Skylink's was hilarious, you know, smug and 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 brilliant. I loved him. Now, who was in the show? Who was uh, Skylink's nemesis? Uh, I believe it was Predaking. Yeah, is that not the most one-sided fight that you could think of? And they and they still. And only because every time they did fights with Decepticons, Decepticons always lost. You, you saw that, and you're like, there, there's just no way. You know, Predaking would just destroy Skylynx. Would destroy him. But yes, you're right. That's what they, in the show, that's, they were paired up against each other. Now, now it's funny. In G1, they were paired up against each other. And then in Beast Hunters, they actually were brothers basically or brethren uh, so I don't know too much they both were actually the same on the same side huh. well Predaking and uh, Skylinks were the same were on the same were both Predacons yeah hmm. so just to show you the different continuities yeah. Well, um, trying to think here. Hey, our Wisco Tangy Fox, our Wisco Tang, Wisco yeah. Tango Foxtrot. <laughs> yeah, Wisco I can't Tango say Foxtrot. What? Wisco the f- Tangy uh, the, Foxtrot. Wisco. Yeah, that's that. Wisco. I think I definitely think that ought to be Energon Ironhide because there was no saving that with the show or a voice actor. There was just no um, saving that toy. I never minded that toy. That toy. That thing was that thing was landfill waiting to happen. That's all it was good for. Grind it up and put it in the landfill. I didn't like that his head was one big separate piece, but out of the out of the Powerlinks Autobots, he was the only one that I thought actually worked well. Um Really? Yeah, Jetfire I didn't think really worked well. He was skinny and when he was legs and he was uh he was hardly a, a torso when he was arms. He, so he looked like his le- you know, if you connected anyone to him, it looked like his legs were right underneath his chin. Um Ironhide was actually proportional in when he combined with other Autobots. Personally, I like the combination of uh, Hot Shot and uh, as the uh, shirt and pan- and uh, Prowl as the pants. I like the Kmart exclusive of uh, the SWAT team, whatever they were called. It was Prowl and... Um... Yeah, Prowl and... Uh... <laughs> you liked it. That, that other Checkpoint? guy. Yes, Checkpoint. I can't remember the other guy. It was checkpoint. Checkpoint, yeah, but that Rodimus, that was an awesome. Yeah. I Rodimus, thought that was yeah. a 
Well, the colors, though, Rodimus' colors didn't go with hardly anyone he combined with. No. But Checkpoint and Prowl went together very well in that yeah. in that repaint. Hmm. Well, that was always a problem with that line. That problem with that line was, uh, you know, let's match two figures that don't look, you know, thematically anything like each other. Um, okay, uh, anybody else have any other uh, characters that they want to bring up that basically was saved through characterization? Either, uh, Well, let's throw one more out there, uh, uh, comics. Uh, anybody who was characterized in the comics that decent uh, that uh, had good characterization in comics but had a bad toy? Anybody think of one right off the top of their head? I'm, I'm going to catch a lot of crap over it. Okay. Uh, Thunderwing. Yes, I didn't care for the toy. That was that was the top one on my on my mind right there. But but because of that whole series and what he did, that's why that toy commands the price it does. It is F, uh, Mother F and uh, Thunderwing. Yes. Yeah, and, and and I'm gonna, you know, go back just a little bit because I I like the Pretender line, and the Mega Pretender was even neater, so it wasn't that bad, but. The, the only reason that it, it is as, you know, expensive a toy and as popular is because of the comic, of course. What do you think so, about the um, the more recent incarnation of that toy, though? The the deluxe size uh, Seeker size? Oh, uh, I, I, it, it's okay. It's got some articulation to it, but I don't think it's that great of a toy. Yeah. I mean, and, and it, of course, it lost the whole... Pretender gimmick. Pretender gimmick, right. and then, instead of having a, a little inner robot, they get the, the nose comes off and it's a drone. Yeah. So I, I wasn't really happy with that. I have it. But, I, but I it's like okay. It next to my seekers. Um, yeah, I mean it's okay, and that one in Black Shadow, because let's face it, right. you know, who else is going to be able to afford a G one Black Shadow? Right. So. <laughs> because uh, well, <laughs> oh, yeah. Ew. I mean, this really isn't a toy that I think is bad. Um, but I know the Beast Wars Gathering comics really made me want a uh, Razor Beast because uh, I, I really like I really liked him and uh, no that's Randy Randy <laughs> Razor, oh, Razor Beast Razor Beast is red okay no GPS okay. On yeah. Razor Beast you can throw around the room whatever well, Randy you don't touch. On the other side, the comic also made me want a Beast Wars Grimlock. So, there you go, GPS. <laughs> yes, but oh, not as bad. Here not you as go. Much. Here you go. Here's a toy that's not necessarily good that may that I really like because of that. Um, Optimus Miner. Nah. I really liked him in the comic, and uh, and his toy's not. I, I don't amazing, think there was any but... saving that thing. Between <laughs> that, what was the other one? Sonar. Um, there was three of them. Uh, sonar, and there was another one. They came packaged in the cases together. I remember seeing those for fifty cents on clearance. Was it a Scarum? Yes, that's the other one. The flying squirrel one. I, I have two. Of the them. flying squirrel is actually decent compared the, to these three. That's these the one that was dark scream and uh, he's ID, got a yes. he's got a sword that sheathes in his tail. <laughs> That's yes. pretty awesome, actually. 
Slapper was kind of well. The uh, well, if we're gonna go into craziness, it's good as stink bomb. Yeah, <laughs> that I love that figure though. Yeah, that figure is a good figure. Well, you know, anyone that attacks or farts, why not? Yeah, why not? <laughs> you know, uh, one of my favorite, well, my absolute favorite character of all time. I'll tell you the character I liked. What and never interrupt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> Let, let, let me finish real quick, but uh, but uh, but uh, but uh, Chad, um, but G one Weird Wolf. Uh, quite frankly, the toy is very it's 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 very blockish and brickish, uh, and and almost play schoolish in proportion. But his characterization through his uh, tech spec bio, which I think is a lost art in modern toys uh, or in modern Transformers. Uh, the tech spec bio, um, to an extent. Yeah, to an extent. Tech specs were some of them were outrageous. Yeah, well, you just don't get them like like they were back then, and and just that little paragraph or two of of bio that Weird Wolf had endeared me to that toy for uh, for thirty years, and I, I love it. You know, and well, and it's just characterization that was given to. A generally bad toy. Well, real quick, I, I agree with that on the tech spec that they should go back to that. And my my biggest uh, argument on that are the original Seekers and how each of them had a different personality and they had a different ability that were in the tech specs. Now, I know that's something minor, but as a kid, I remember that and that added to my play value, you know, because... You had one of them that could teleport. The other one that had the sonic boom. I mean, they it, it differentiated enough to where when I was, you know, playing with them, it it added to my fun. Yeah. So I think it's important. I, I think it's they they should go back to doing that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Chad, what uh, what were you getting ready to say? He said, "Screw you." Yeah. The my I think the character that I. Yeah, screw, <laughs> screw all of you guys. No. Um, uh, now we're going to lose him. <laughs> there we go. I'm back. You left? <laughs> the, uh, my, yeah, I left for a second. Um, my, I think the one, a comic book that brought out my favorite character was actually, um, I believe I got it at BotCon. Maybe it was in the uh, the Rat Pack and um, the night. What was it? The '97 exclusive or '96 exclusive BotCon? The Rat Pack and whatever the other one was. Pack Rat and that's Pack it. Rat and Fractal. The the little awesome comic set. book. Wait, the, wait. Before we continue, the comic book that came with that, or before whatever. Before you continue, Chad, who farted just now? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. I mean, I swear it sounded like <laughs> I'm just going to embarrass whoever did it. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> um, the uh, spitter was in that comic, or it was either that comic or the one of the Botcon comics, or one of the comics I got at Botcon had spitter in it. And it actually endeared me to him, 
to that toy specifically. So that and who could go wrong with Spitter a real was in long Beast Wars: The Gathering, and he's pretty cool in that too. I uh, I really want to get a Spitter. That's what she said. <laughs> see, see, the listeners see, getting in on it here. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, and, and I'm looking for a swallower. <laughs> so you know. <laughs> It's it's all good. <laughs> and if you don't get these jokes, you don't need to be listening to this show. <laughs> um, We're talking about mouthwash, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, let's uh, let's wrap up that uh, portion of the discussion, and we'll also before we close the show, um, we have a question from one of our listeners. Uh, he posted it in the Facebook group, but generally. Um, you know, there's already been a few uh, comments on it, but I'm going to ask it here on the on the on the show. Uh, Mike Mike Walker, uh he asks, uh, can you guys help me to understand why they made a masterpiece Tiger Track and not Sunstreaker? Can't seem to figure that out. I suppose a head swap would have been good enough, but didn't know if they made one. Um, obviously, you no, know, they. Uh, they didn't make one, but uh, um, your thoughts on the reasoning why? I, I kind of have an idea, but... I, I'm going to, because Takara said that the new Masterpiece line is about slavish show accuracy at this new scale, and they're not going to just release another repaint new head sideswipe and call it Sunstreaker. It's just not what they're going to do. Right. No, Basically, what you're saying is, no is that's not what he looks like. Yeah. Exactly. That, that's it. So the, the reason why they released Tiger Track, because Tiger Track was a yellow sideswipe. And that's why he was released that way. Well, you're going to get, you're going to, yeah. You're right. And you're going to get, at some time down the line, we're probably going to get Sunstreaker. And we're all going to be happy that they didn't just do a repaint and new head for sideswipe. So, exactly. you know, just hold out. They probably just didn't want to release two, you know, Lamborghinis right by each other. Space them out a little bit. I, I am eagerly ex- uh, awaiting a Sunstreaker masterpiece. Eagerly. What, you don't like the silhouette we got of the masterpiece Bumblebee? I already know what Bumblebee looks like, so I'm not... Yeah. Unfortunately, stuff. Bumblebee is a very boring figure. Exactly... One of the uh, the figures that fits into what we're talking about today, Dan Gilvesan's characterization of Bumblebee made that care that toy appealing. Otherwise, it was just a cutesy, fartsy little, dinky little robot that I didn't care about. But you know, Dan Gilvesan made me care about that toy. I like Dan Gilvesan, but all of his characters, in my opinion, sound exactly the same. Yeah, he, he, he sounded, sounded like the Spider-Man. same as Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, um, you know, uh, a friend of the show here, uh, Paul Eiding, uh, you know, he did such a tremendous job with Perceptor. I love Perceptor. I love his characterization in the show. And um, he gave that little microscope personality. And aside from turning into a microscope, or microscope. 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 Yeah, a he microscope. turns into microscopic soap. Yeah. 
<laughs> Aside from him turning into a microscope, which was kind of cool, he was an otherwise boring toy. But I wanted that toy because, daggone it, Paul Eiding made him appeal to me. You know, microsopes. Yeah, microsopes. <laughs> microsopes. There yeah. you go. He has them. No. Mini soap. Do you have any micron soap? Nope. Fresh out. Mm. <laughs> I thought I smelled something. What? I got soap. I bathed. I don't know what you're all talking about. And I didn't <laughs> fart. I, I heard one a while ago, I swear. I, I asked him, and he's like, yeah, I heard one too. <laughs> I thought I heard a truck horn. Oh. No, that's, pro that's probably uh, Chad there. Honking no, at the but I can do that there. right now. I don't have anybody around me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. You hear him with his blinkers on or whatever. You don't think <laughs> Shut up, honky. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, I'm going to go ahead and disconnect here. Um, I'm going to wrap up this episode of TFYLP. I uh, hope you guys have enjoyed this show. Um, I want to thank uh, Scott for joining us this evening. I hope he's uh, learned a few things and enjoyed being on the show. Thank you for having me. Uh, thank you for being You made here. him sign the contract, right? He can't he can't go reproduce anything we do. <laughs> Everything you learned is null and void. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's not like we have huge trade secrets here. I mean, actually, it's kind of kind just... of kind of garage band here. <laughs> uh, See, but... you take this when we call it analog, and you plug it into the Oh, dude! I, I, I'm sitting here showing him uh, what I'm doing right now. I've got his 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 headphones unplugged because I'm getting ready to do the outro here shortly. And the way I'm doing it is like so Jerry Rich. It's not even funny. Um, but I, I've actually got an idea. But I need to fix my laptop first, and I'm going to go do that tomorrow. So yay, hopefully. Um, but uh, Chad, thank you for joining us. Um, and uh, uh, same bat time, same bat channel, folks. Same bat time, same bat channel. Uh, sideburn. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining yep. us and Megamus. My pleasure. Any of you guys uh, have anything you want to say before we close? For your mama? Uh, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Chad's happy mama. Happy birthday, Chad's mom. Happy birthday, Chad's mom, and I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> make make us tacos. Oh, that's only on Tuesdays. Taco Tuesdays. Everything is awesome. <laughs> I, I hate I hate to admit that I saw that movie, but I took my I took my uh, eight year old stepdaughter to it and and she thoroughly enjoyed it, and that's all that matters. What so. movie? Uh, the Lego movie. I thought it was terrible. Hey, man, you know what? It wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad for what it was. It was a kid's movie. Yeah. I, did, I couldn't wait well. for it to be over, honestly. Well, <laughs> nothing but good things about it. Yeah. it I, made actually, a, I actually do want to see it. So It made $100 million. It made $100 million in two weekends. I've heard if you... I've heard if you liked Lego as a kid, then, you know, if you played with a lot of Lego, it's... I loved Legos as a kid. It and hits that... That creative, imaginative, you know, little bug in your head. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll see you next time on TFYLP. Join us Tuesday nights and Friday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, 
I'm not exactly sure what Plasticon has uh, in store for this coming Tuesday night's episode. Uh, I'm sure he's got something in mind. Uh, but we are most definitely going to try and have the Brave episode next Friday night at 8. Um, and we're going to have uh, myself and Plasticon. And uh, we're going to have uh, CZ Hazard from TFW2005. Uh, he's a big Brave collector and, and fan. And I'm sure... Uh, a lot of uh, people are going to be interested in hearing him. He'll also be our fir uh, our first uh, guest from across the pond in the UK, um, and really excited to have him on. Um, so look forward to that. Well, uh, we'll sign off for this week, and see you next time on Transformers for your listening pleasure. This is Weird Wolf and Scott Brining signing off. This has been Transformers for your listening pleasure, a presentation of TFTalk.net. We'd like to thank you for listening and ask that you please rate us on your favorite podcast outlet and share us with your friends. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at TFYLP. Email us at podcast at TFYLP.com. This is Paul Lighting, and on behalf of TFYLP, we'd like to thank you again for listening. And we hope you'll join us next time for another... T-F-Y-L-P. <laughs>